Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. Hi guys, and welcome back to another Ladies Who Law School podcast episode. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And before we get into the episode this week, we just wanted to, you know, talk a little bit, catch up, talk to you guys about your opinions on certain things. So there was this thing that Haley showed me. (laughs) Okay. I'll just tell you guys. So as always... I um, get on the Ladies Who Law School podcast and I watch you guys' stories. And one of y'all shared this TikTok of this male. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. This is You're going to get why we're laughing in a second. And basically, he was talking about being a law student on TikTok. And what caught my attention was him saying... Today starts like just like any other day. I read the Constitution. I wake up at 4 a.m. and read the Constitution by candlelight. And I literally like, of course, that caught my attention. I was like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. You know, like he's kidding. You know, I got to watch more. So, of course, I go to TikTok and I look him up and I scroll all the way back to the beginning of his TikTok and start watching him. And he's not kidding. And I think that it just blew my mind, like um, everything about this guy. His name's Jonathan Arnold. I don't know. He has a ton of views. I mean, if you guys follow, y'all can go check out his TikTok. And just some of the stuff that he shares is funny to me, and I thought it was a parody. But I will say this, and I would love to know y'all's opinion. I feel like he got way more confident in his TikToks once he got grades. Um, he goes to Northwestern Law School, so like, let's not joke around. Like, that's a T fourteen, you know. We get it. He has, um, I guess maybe clout in that way. Like, everyone like, oh, you go to a good law school. People are like, show us your law school. He lives in downtown Chicago. Like, it's absolutely stunning. He's fit, you know. I get it, but he also says like on almost every TikTok, I haven't eaten a carb since 2002. And I mean, when you just say this stuff and you do backflips and you say you wake up at 4am and read the constitution by candlelight, I mean, honestly, is he joking? I don't know, you know, but he started doing that like after, I don't know. So I feel like now I've stalked this guy and I've tried to learn everything about him. He's from Texas. He's from the Metroplex area. He went to SMU. Like, like I said, I deep dived on him, but it's so interesting and I would love to get your opinions on this and just like, you know, what do you think, Samantha? Like, I know I told you literally at school today, you said, oh, I saw that too. And I thought it was a joke. And I said, Samantha, it's not a joke. So 
just to preface this, he has 300K followers. Yeah, it's a lot. Second of all, if you go to Northwestern and you're this guy's classmate, DM us on Instagram, please. Because I just have questions like, is he actually being serious? Because I would like to talk to him and have him on the podcast and ask him like why he does the things he does. Like what's the method behind the madness. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if, if it works, you know, we're always down to hear how law students do law school. And it's a very intense. interesting way and intense. Yeah. And, yeah. It, you know, it's something that it's almost like opposite of what, like, we have been yeah. saying. Like, we, obviously, we're like, don't wake up at 4 a.m. to read the, you know, Constitution. Like, I would never tell anyone to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just would like to know. Yeah, and also, like, he works out a lot, and you can tell that that, like, is something that he puts, like, um, as a priority in his life, which is important, you know? And it's just really interesting, like, I analyze people all the time, guys, like, that's just who I am, and as soon as I see him, I'm thinking to myself, like, like I said, when he got his grades back, and I, I knew, guarantee, he got an OCI, and he posted on TikTok, congratulations, you're going to be a summer associate, and his whole demeanor, like, lightened up. Not lightened up, uh, brightened up, maybe, like, he became more confident, and I think that that just shows so much about this process that we're in. Like, when you are in this semester as a 1L, so many of you guys are right now, you're in the process of trying to... I hate to say it, but judge each other. And, you know, I say this a lot, size each other up and, you know, keep that in mind as you get your grades. And as you go to take your finals, like the humble people and the people who, you know, don't necessarily change everything about them. And they're still the same person, whether they get good grades or not, you know, that says a lot about the maturity of a person. I don't want to like totally think that we're bashing this guy, but it just, like I said, made me think a lot about who I am, who potentially this guy is. And like Santa said, if you go to school with him and you're his classmate, please let us know. We'd love to talk to him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see updates on our lives, I guess, you know, while we're at it, we haven't talked to you guys in a second, but I'm still working at my firm and I am just chugging along and trying to survive Will's trust in his dates. Now, if you guys have heard the podcast like long time ago, at one point I was like, oh my God, I'd love to do estate planning. La la la. I even interviewed like at an estate planning firm. And my firm does some estate planning stuff, but I've never had to touch it, thank God. Um, Because honestly, not going to lie, the class that we're in right now is absolute chaos. I don't know what's going on. If you guys want more like info or deets, if you're going to go to OCU, like definitely message us because we'll tell you. Um, But yeah, so I'm struggling with wills, which I feel like I shouldn't because... I feel like I understand it when I read it and then I go to class and then I'm like, what? Let me know if you feel that way too, if you're in my class and you're listening to this. We are also mm, basically, I think it's a 15 week semester and I think we're in week seven, week eight. So I think we're right at halfway and 3L has just been quite an experience um, personally, it's also interesting if you guys 
ever listen to this podcast and you think like, oh, they're so well-spoken, know that we are also like behind this and thinking out every little thing that we say. So just remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I keep saying, um, and I'm just like thinking so intently about what I'm going to say, especially about that guy. Like I never want to be ugly or anything. No. And honestly, it's just like, like I said, I would love to talk to him because I want to know. Yeah. I want to know if, are you being serious? And if you are, what's the reason behind it? Cause I would like to know, you Maybe know, he's just like such a regimen in person. Yeah. yeah. And I would like to know his self, if that's self-discipline. He also Northwestern. I know. There, like, but also like if yeah. you can get up about four, like I want to get up at 4 a.m. I've been trying to get about 5 a.m. And you're like, I can't even do that. So what's your secret? I know. Like yeah. seriously. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. It's like, we're laughing, but we're also like, what's your secret sauce? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. No. But back to being halfway in the school year, I have got to have classes with people that I've never really got to chat with. I've had a lot of good conversations with my classmates and also I've gone through what I might consider um, definitely like mental trials and tribulations with my mental health. And I just wanted to say too, like and be really upfront and honest with you guys. And I've thought about like just getting on Instagram and talking about it, but I am nervous. And so if anyone else is nervous to talk about their mental health too, I get it. And I know we're ones that always advocated for it, but know that we are insecure about it too. And I am not working this semester. With that being said, whenever you first come to law school, you might think that on a perfect path and in a perfect world, you will do exactly what that guy at Northwestern did, right? You'll go to law school, you'll make good grades, you'll get a job your first summer at a law firm, and then you'll you'll hopefully like it and turn again there in 2L and then you'll get a job. And meaning that in your 3L year, you know that you have a job. So that's not the case for me. And it's not even the case to the point where I even know where I'm going to end up. I even have an idea of where I want to go, what firm and, you know, maybe the area, but that doesn't determine anything. And I've just had a lot of time to sit and think about it with my schedule being a little more lax and everything. And I feel like you just question yourself. You can find yourself in a dark place and just kind of blue and depressed about it, you know? And I think that it's told myself that this isn't going to be easy. Like, okay, yeah, it's funny. You know, they say they bore you to death, but that they didn't say it was easy. They didn't say that you weren't going to be like super stressed out or scared or trying to change your mindset to get ready for the bar. Like that's a whole nother part. And it just really told me like, Haley, you don't have to do this alone. Finally, I listen to all the things that I tell you guys all the time. You don't have to do law school by yourself. You don't have to take the bar by yourself. And when I say that, it's like, you can have a support system. You can have people who it's their job to care about you. You know, that's why therapy is so beautiful. And I just been making up excuses for myself of why I wasn't going to do it. And maybe next time, next time. And I just kept telling myself, why are you waiting till next time? Why are you keep pushing things off? And I just made a conscious effort to really like take control of my life and try and do what's best for me. And if anyone else is out there feeling like that, if you're a one L if you're a three L, if you're a lawyer, you know, you're not alone. And I totally know that this is just going to ebb and flow throughout life, but 
as we get ready to embark on this year, that's what I've been telling Samantha since it, September, you know, was basically like, this is our year. Like we're going to make this our year, you know, because <laughs> we're going to pass the bar. And like, it's just such like, not every day is super bright and shiny and it's really hard to be a positive person and then also feel blue and depressed and like also want to talk about it. And I think that that's why therapy is so important. And I just want to harp on that because I feel like so many times we say things, but maybe we don't give our own account of like how it's affecting us. And yeah, I reached out to my therapist yesterday actually. And I told her like, Hey, I want to get back with you. And I haven't seen her since February y'all. What the hell, you know, like slap on the wrist bad. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, you got to do this. You got to get in your right mindset. You got to don't do this by yourself, Haley, you know, and another part of the job experience, anyone out there who is looking for a job, whether in any point in their legal journey, you know, just trust in the process and trust that there is the right spot out there for you. And you just got to keep looking and be diligent. It's no different than anything you've ever done to become a lawyer. You've been diligent this whole time. Keep it up. And that's what I'm doing. And I'll keep you guys posted. You know, Samantha will also obviously keep you guys posted. She's working there. And I've had to have conversations with her about being confident and continuing to work hard, even though she doesn't technically have a job offer yet. And it's something that like looms on her too. I know it does, but we're in different positions, but kind of the same, right? Like so many people are in different, but kind of the same positions. And, you know, it's like getting real. And I think that's the craziest part. Yeah, I think it's all getting really real. I mean, we have classmates that are graduating early in December, and that's like crazy that they're going to be taking the bar in February already. So it's like, it's coming, you know? And it's funny that you brought up, um, you know, 3L, they bore you to death, right? They literally bore you to death, right? In the sense that you're so bored of law school. Yeah. Like you're just done. Like you don't want to be there anymore. Um, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And you're just ready to go out in the real world, at least for me. Um, and I'm just tired of law school, y'all. And I think more than ever right now, you know, working basically part time every day except Mondays and then going to school and then, you know, having to do readings and all of that. I'm just like, I just want to work. You know, I'm, I'm bored of law school. You're not the only one. I hear that in my classes with my other classmates that say like, Oh, you know, our professors will be like, how's it going? And they're like, Oh, we just want to work. So I think that that is what they mean by bore you to death. And you know, in just kind of going, touching on what I said earlier, like when you hear your classmates say that you also kind of, for me, not working question, like, am I doing the right thing? So with all that, you just, you can't judge your chapter two to someone's chapter 20, you know? And I just have to keep telling myself that. And I say that to you guys to hold myself accountable for that too, because I know that you guys need to hear it. I have to tell myself, like, I just told you guys, I had to be like, what the hell are you doing? You're not following, practicing what you're preaching, you know? So today our full topic is about the MPRE. And a reason why I also wanted to touch on mental health was because of the MPRE. Um, This time last year, around end of October, we took the MPRE for the first time. 
along with a majority of our classmates because usually around your 2L year, you um, take the MPRE, which is the Multi-State Professional Responsibility Exam. And basically, it was just crazy. And 2L, they definitely work you to death. And we were very, very busy. With that being said, I didn't pass the first time. And it really affected my mental health. I was definitely depressed all of Christmas break. Um, And I remember when I found out, I videotaped myself and I was like literally crying. And I wanted to share it with you guys. And that's kind of why I said earlier, like I want to do these things, but I don't always do it because I get scared like a normal person, you know? So with anyone who is getting ready to take the MPRE for your first time, or maybe your second, third, who knows, right? We have the secret sauce for you. And I know it sounds crazy, like, oh, you do, you have the secret sauce. No, like we actually do. And the reason that I say that is because all my friends in my little friend group here in law school, that includes Samantha, did certain things and passed really well. And when I say really well, I mean like over the threshold for any state, basically. I would consider that really well. And... I knew that I hadn't put in the amount of work that was necessary to get the same grade. I didn't understand the material. I couldn't lie to myself about that, right? So with that being said, everybody goes about it differently. You know, all three of the girls that I'm thinking about that did really well, they all study differently. But I knew that I could ask Samantha and Samantha would be honest with me and tell me exactly what she did and she wasn't scared. She openly was like, no, we're going to get you to pass this. We're going to do it this way. So I basically asked her one day, I was like, okay, so like now is the time, you know, six months later, now I'm following up on that. And she just wrote it all down for me, what she did. And I followed it to a T and it worked. And we both made in the nineties and we're super proud of that. And we definitely know the material I could say that. And so with all that being said, do you want to tell them what you did when you first studied? And then I can kind of, you know, I I did the same thing, but whatever, make my comments. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure we might've shared this in another episode, but this is the updated version because, you know, now it has Haley's little spice to it. So we start with one module a day on Barbary. So, okay, if your school doesn't give you free Barbary for the MPRE, I would highly recommend that you purchase it, if that's an option. Um, I think Barbary is the, the questions are the most similar to the test, in my opinion, and it's really, for me, I thought it was all about learning the structure of the questions. Because once you know the material, it's easy. Mm-hmm. But the structure of the questions and like learning how they, they word things, yeah. it's it's so important. Definitely. So um, it was, what, about a month ahead of time, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's when I started studying. And I was also in school. And that's when we would recommend to start studying, mm-hmm. a month ahead of time. So, so you can do... Because also, you don't want to spread it out too much because then you're going to forget like what you learned. Also, you're doing school, right? So it's not like this is the only thing that you're focusing on. So one module a day on Barbary, and that includes the video, the 
practice questions. You watch the video, then you read the outline, and then you do the practice questions. And the practice questions, the reason that I think too that Barbary is so good is because it tells you the answer automatically. So it's like a way to teach you how to learn the structure of the questions like Samantha was saying. And they don't offer that for like every subject. It's very specific for the MPRE. So that's one point. But also with her, when she says a module a day, that whole little three threesome thing that we described is like a module. And I will tell you that when you start a month ahead of time, you're going to say, I'm going to do one a day, but it's impossible because you're going to have so much other work. You're going to not be able to get through the outline. You're going to only be able to watch. Maybe you can't get through all the questions. So you're going to have to spread it out a little bit. And so that just alleviates that pressure and gives you time to also rest. Yeah, I feel like a month gives you time to take some days off if you need to. Um, like I said, life happens. Yeah. So I always say like have more time than needed, but not too much time either. Because yeah. it's kind of like the bar exam. Like they say, don't start too early, mm-hmm. but you know, don't wait a month ahead. You know. Yeah. So watch the video, read the outline, and take notes, and then do the multiple choice. Those three steps once a day if you can. If not you know the drill. You have a month. Mm -hmm. So two days before, three days before, two days before is when it's like go time. Yeah. And this is like testing, 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 all the tests you can take, all of them on Barbary. It's six of them. And then Kaplan, there's like three or four. Do those two. Those are free by the way. So sign up for those. And if you have a Quimby subscription, might as well do that one too. It doesn't hurt, you know? That's what I did and that's what Haley did and it worked out. So I'm telling you, those tests are the most important part in timing yourself and yes. figuring out how to take the test. Like that is because once you know the material, like you'll recognize it. It's a they try to trick you on these questions and it's really about how they word them. And I think that's the, really the that's the secret with multiple choice yep. because I know in con law it was similar like mm-hmm. our teacher worded things in a specific way and once you knew what kind of questions he was asking it was easy to remember the answer yep um, and then I would also listen to the Quimby videos while I was like in the shower or just doing whatever um, you know I'd like Quimby but not necessarily as like the f- like full on just for the MPRE. I use it more of as like a supplement and more of like a, an easy to, you know, it's, it's very conversational. It's more simple language. Yeah. It's just easy to listen to. It was like an MPRE bar cast that you could. Exactly. An MPRE bar cast. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. No, totally. Um, so that is basically what I did. And then Haley followed suit and was able to pull off a really good score and now it's John's turn my boyfriend he's going to so listen to this guys so in Oklahoma last year it was a 75 to pass that was like the score you had to get now they've changed it to 80 Mm -hmm. yeah so it's an 80 now and they so if you got the 75 back in the day and you pass and you were like yeah I pass like heck yeah We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. 
And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. Sorry about it. Now you have to literally take it it again. Yes, retake it. I mean, what kind of sick joke is that? Yeah, I know. We were all, hmm, yeah, we were all asking a ton of questions and it goes into effect after 2021. So that means right when we take the bar and they were like better safe than sorry because you don't want to take the bar and be waiting to get sworn in. And then they're like, oh, you need to go take the NPRE. Can you freaking imagine? Like that's just so frustrating. And going back, that's another reason why people take it um, in the fall of their 2L, spring of their 2L, summer of their 2L, maybe even early uh, 3L because you don't want to wait because like I said, just earlier this episode, the bar is a mindset. So you have to get in that mindset and you don't kind of want to jolt it by studying for something else. I would say too, though, a few things that I did, um, that I just want to make sure and note for you guys, as you guys, especially you guys who are taking it in November with John on Barbary, when you log in, you can order the book, recommend getting the book. It, you pay to ship. Sometimes if you, your Barbary rep at your school will have the book. Also, there are these sheets that you can print out that help you whenever you're watching the videos. It's like, they're basically just the rules and you can take notes on them. And that allows you to actively listen and actively, you know, pay attention because sometimes it's hard with videos to pay attention. I know I found that my first time I was studying. So when I found that uh, source the second time I was studying, I was like, oh my God, this is great. So definitely do that. But also whenever you are taking the practice full exams on Barbary, whenever it's over, it tells you what questions you miss the most in what sections. And so what I did was I went back, there's like literally extra questions on Barbary for a certain or for each module. And the ones that I did 0% on, I knew obviously those were my worst ones. I went back and redid all of those questions and that dramatically increased my score on those parts. And I think that that was just a little bit more tailored because I was really determined to know when I was getting them right on Barbary before I went to Kaplan, because at that point it's just like, you're basically testing for the exam, you know? So that is another thing that you can do and, you know, just use the, the tools on Barbary to like gauge where you're at, gauge how well you're doing. And remember too, that it's on a 50 to 150 score. So whenever we say 75, you're like, oh, I need to make a 75. 
um, that's really different when you average out the points, it's really like a 60%. And whenever you think about it like that, if you're making 50 to 60% on your tests, every time you're going to do, you're going to get the right score. And so just hang in there. I know towards the end of this past studying, I was getting really anxious and I was, it reminds me of whenever you told me about taking the LSAT practice and you were just like, I can't do this anymore. It's screwing me over. That's kind of how I felt. I was like, I'm getting too freaked out. And I do think at a certain point, you kind of let your anxiety like get in there with you. So as you guys are studying, it goes back to the exact point why Samantha said to start early because it muscle memory, muscle memory, baby, you got to rely on that. So with all that being said, guys, like we really, we will type this up for you. We'll put it on the slide so everybody can save it, especially for people who aren't even in law school yet. So you can know later. And if you have any questions, like obviously reach out and ask us, you know, maybe specifically about the certain Barbary things or, you know, the certain Barbary program, if you can't find it or anything, don't hesitate to reach out. We want you guys to, we want all of us to pass the MPRE because it's a huge portion of becoming a lawyer. I don't know if we mentioned that, but it's something that everybody has to do to be licensed and barred in any state. And certain states have certain requirements. Like we said, Oklahoma has changed. So, you know, as you're going into law school, as you're looking into going to law school, you know, keep that in mind. Now, you know what the MPRE is and hopefully you're one step ahead. And before we move on, let's just have a quick word from our sponsor, Barcast Audio. So you guys obviously have heard of Barcast Audio before. Now there's a 1L subscription that is basically going to help you a lot. It has case briefs. And if you know what a cold call is, you know that it's usually what's the rule of the case or what happened in this case? And do you really want to give like a 10 minute answer? No, you probably want something that's like a minute long and Barcast has like three to four minute case brief. So that's amazing if you want to just pop it in in the car before you go to class or just have it on in your AirPods when you're sitting in the hallway before you go to class. I think it's a great idea and you guys definitely have to check it out. Yes, you can find the new Barcast 1L subscription by following the link in our bio. And if you're interested in getting started with that, use the link because you will get your first month free. So we often get questions about the MPRE and like, what did you do? Or, you know, basically it's, what did you do? And a lot of times other people say that, you know, all because they've had to retake it, that they only like use their legal professions or their professional responsibility class as like with a way to study for the MPRE. And I've heard like three people say that already and it didn't work out for them. No. So that's just like, I guess... something you know to think about that don't rely just on like what you've learned in professional responsibility because honestly it's all about the questions and like how the test goes that's a good point so we i guess should mention right that it is a course when you you're a 2l usually your fall there's a professional responsibility or legal professions depending on what school you go to it's kind of like corporations or agency or business associations they're all the same thing right so you'll have that class and usually the teacher usually i shouldn't even say that it it varies right like you'll have an adjunct you'll have somebody who's been doing this forever you'll have i know like the guy who teaches barbary teaches at a school in chicago and literally like that's his only thing that he does. So imagine learning that course from him, you know, it might be a little different than somebody else. So 
your legal profession's professional responsibility class, like, yeah, it is not a MPRE review course. And I think that was the mistake I made. Absolutely. I thought also that it was something that we could just wing. Like, how hard is it to understand, like, oh, you're not supposed to lie and you're not supposed to steal. But it's like anything in the law, it's so much more debt, so much more so much deeper and it tests all the wrinkles of the rules. And I think that that was like the hardest part when you talked about really learning the questions. Like I just can't say that enough. Like the practice makes perfect. And I think that when I was getting really stressed out about the scores, I had to remember that like, okay, it's okay. Like you're getting better, even though this isn't a hundred percent, because I think so many times all we want is just like finally get that a, or finally get that perfect score. And it's just not it's it's just not something that we should strive for, you know? It's kind of like not striving to be the workaholic. You know, you do it naturally because that's the kind of person we are, but or I mean, you could wake up at 4 a.m. and read the constitution. Yeah, maybe to- some people oh I know. I really got to talk to this guy. I know. I'm like I can't stop thinking about it dead ass. Like when she told me and she showed me this, I was like I was literally just stunned. stunned because like, you know, I just don't see that these days. Also, I'm not never on TikTok, so maybe I'm just like an old person <laughs> at 24. I don't know. You're I don't like, I don't missing? know. I am I maybe okay, maybe that's another thing. You guys tell us too like maybe law TikTok is like a totally different realm. Also, should we like be more active on that? I was thinking that like after watching these guys stories, like if I, this is what I was thinking. I'm not even kidding. And if you guys want this, I will totally do it. But I again, don't want to be ugly, but it's like, if I were to show you a day in my life, first off, you'd probably all think I'm a lazy piece because I like, don't even get out of bed to like seven compared to this guy. You know what I mean? I'm not working out every day. I don't know. You just think about it and I know something that we've always tried to do here is like one, keep it real with you. And two, like just be vulnerable. And whenever I was seeing that, I was like, is he being vulnerable? Like when I think of TikTok, I think of people being vulnerable and honest and like everything like that. And I just, is that what all TikTok is? Or are we all just sharing our days? You know, maybe people, people, maybe people agree with us. Wait, is everyone waking up at 4am though? Like like, is, is more, are more people, are more people reading the Constitution? Yeah, are, I don't think I've ever even read the Constitution. But uh, what I'm saying is, like, are more people part of this law TikTok, like, mentality? You know what I'm saying? Mentality. Like, I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm like, are we doing something wrong? I know, I'm like, oh, God. Like, but, you know, and I, I will tell you this. It really just goes back to everyone being different. He's at a totally different law school than us. Totally different <laughs> realm. And, too, like... I wonder about his his social life. You know, I wondered about, does he have any love interests? You know, I wondered about other things in his life. I really do. And I don't want to be like, like I said, psychoanalyzing everybody, but I do. I just think like, but is there anything else that he's like not showing us? And that's kind of where I'm going with the vulnerability part. Like, I want to be honest with you guys and practice what I preach. I want to be more vulnerable with you guys and talk about mental health, my mental health, everything about this whole experience. But I was just thinking to myself, like, he was also going to law school during COVID. So I was like, that had to be super isolating, you know? And I was thinking a lot of things about that. And, like, maybe this was just a way for him to express himself. And also, too, like, how many guys do we see on TikTok that are law school TikTokers? Like, 
never. His his aesthetic was on point. Like, oh, I know. don't get me wrong. And I, yeah. you know, I'm just thinking. I want him on the podcast. So, like, like I said, if help you, us make that happen. Yeah, if you know him, or if you go to Northwestern, or if you go to school in Chicago, and you know someone who goes to Northwestern, get us the deets. Just give us the deets. We'll reach out. We'll give him an email. I'm sure we could probably just message him on TikTok, but like, we don't have any followers on TikTok. So, so he's like, gonna be like, who are these peasants? Yeah, he's gonna be like, who, ladies, who who. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so yeah, no, totally. Yeah, so, yeah. You guys keep us posted. <laughs> yeah, you and guys. we asked you all a ton of questions in this episode. So DM us, slide us an email. Either way, you know where to find us. And as always, join our Facebook group, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. So you can DM us. Follow us on our personal Instagrams if you want. You can always ask us any questions there. And if you want to see or hear something specific from us, let us know. If you please, if you want us to be more vulnerable and you want us and you validate the feelings that we had, let us know. It always makes us feel good. And yeah. All right, guys, stay safe. Wear a mask when you're around, you know, vulnerable people. (gasps) Wait, I have something to tell them. Oh, okay. So just recently I posted the reel of Poppy and Pout. And today, Mm. you guys, I am not even kidding you. I was peeing and I stand up, pull up my jeans and my chapstick slides out of my pocket right when I flush the toilet and goes down and flushes down the toilet. Okay. So once again, we do not wake up at 4am and our life is not perfect. So we just want to be honest with you guys. Also Poppy and Pout, if you're listening to us, if you could get back to us, we DM'd you and you read it, but we didn't hear back. So we literally love you. (laughs) All right, guys, stay safe. Bye. Bye.